Hey, Tamara. Hey. <laughs> Look, I feel like I haven't seen you forever, which is probably true, actually. Yeah, it's been, I guess, how long has it been since we did this, since we recorded last? In Birmingham. Yeah, when I was in Birmingham. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a while since I've seen your face. So how was Barcelona? Well, Zurich and then Barcelona? Yeah, Zurich was, um, my three words for Zurich are, it was quiet, calm, and clean. Yes. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, and then Barcelona, and so it's very lovely. Barcelona was amazing. As everyone told me before I went, everyone, you know, just raved about how it's their favorite city. And it is a wonderful city. Like there's, you know, so much to explore between, you know, from the beaches to all of these alleys that are like never ending. You can get lost in these alleys. And just find so many great, you know, shops and restaurants and bars and museums. And it's, it is wonderful city. I loved it a lot. So, but not quiet and not calm and not, not quiet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very different. I, yeah. I was like, if she says quiet, I'm like, no. she didn't go to Barcelona. <laughs> so. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, I told somebody, I think I may have told you, I think it's like the Vegas of Europe because everybody kind of goes there and they have a good time. And so, yeah, yeah. definitely. If you have not been to Barcelona before, you know, add it to your list. I recommend yeah. Add it to your list because um, I thought it was worth it. I spent a lot of time there when I was there, but, um, and my favorite thing was, you, you know how I like apple pie. Yes. So... <laughs> It's this, the, the main plaza. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. There's this place where they sell these apple turnovers and they run out of them because people kind of come and they get so many. And I remember going every single solitary day to get my <laughs> apple turnover. Oh, wow. These things must be delicious. <laughs> well, I'm not a foodie, so they don't have to be that good. But it okay. was, yeah, it was, I liked them. Yeah. So, yeah. So okay, I think but my, I was just gonna say my favorite dessert that I had was was crepes, which I, I love crepes. But I had this um crepe with a white chocolate ice cream on top that was I don't I don't think I've ever had white chocolate ice cream. Yeah. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to leave the ice cream to you because I don't eat ice cream actually, but uh, but it sounds delicious. Yeah, it was. Um, but so, okay, so for today, I wanted to talk about, well, actually, I wanted to talk about fear, and I wanted to talk about what you are afraid of. And um, what spawned that thought for me was, there's a lot of transition going on with all kinds of different things. For one, me talking about moving to a new place, you having just moved to a new place, um, getting a new job, um, you know, all the things that we've been talking about, making new friends and, um, you know, how you move from one chapter of your life into the next chapter of your life. So it, that's what spawned this whole sort of like, what are you actually afraid of? And that's me talking to myself. I'm like, okay, we're gay. What's the fear about? And I just want to start by getting an understanding about fear in general. Mm -hmm. And I feel like fear is just a sense of, 
I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's going to happen. It's just an unknown variable that I don't have an answer to. And that makes me uncomfortable. Right. All right. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so you mentioned uh, specifically, you know, moving to a new place or starting a new job, um, is, do you have a fear? We've discussed, um, you know, you moving to New York. Do you have a fear about that? <laughs> yeah, I do have a fear about it. Um, I have a fear about how things come together. Like, I know everything works out. So there's always this overarching belief that things will always work out. And I know that. Mm -hmm. um, but in the middle of them working out, like from, you know, A to B to C to D, I'm like, okay, well, how is this going to play out? How is that going to play out? And so it makes me uncomfortable because I want to know the answers to those questions. And I don't know the answers to those questions. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I'm definitely... I'm not paralyzed, but I'm, but I do have some fears around it. Yeah. That for me, moving to a new city has never like, I've never been afraid of that. That's never been a fear of mine. It's always, for me, the emotion is always excitement. Mm -hmm. Like that's what, that's what I lead with, with, with when I'm moving. I'm never afraid. Like I'm just so excited. I'm ready to do it. Let's go. Can't wait. Um, so I, I love actually moving to a new city and the same with starting a new job. Like I've never been afraid of starting a new job. Um, yeah, it's, it's another one of those things that I'm just always excited about. So that, so that's the interesting thing is those words are the same thing, excitement and fear. It's just how you, what your perspective is on it. So mm -hmm. Fear is like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? And excitement is, oh my God, what's going to happen next? So yeah. same thing. It's just, you know, what your relationship to the thing is. Um, so I can appreciate that. And, and I, there's some components to it that are exciting, but there's uh -huh. definitely components to it that I'm like, yeah, forget about the excitement. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I need to know how this is going to work out. Yeah, I'm gonna need to know that before I before I take this jump, and that's not always the best approach, actually. So, so okay, so but you're not afraid of moving to a new city. What are some of your fears, or what are you afraid of? Um, one thing that I'm really afraid of is growing old and not having someone to care for me. Should I need someone? To care for me or growing old and being alone that that's it. never guessed that was a fear <laughs> for you it is it is you know i think about how you know because you know as our parents get older and we're here to care for our parents as they get older or as they need us um yeah. but i don't have any kids and so i think about that like who's gonna care for me when i'm older and might need assistance might need someone to look after me um, and you know, I don't have a husband right now, hopefully, you know, one day I'll have a husband or, you know, a life partner who could, you know, assist with that. But because it's just been me, I, I think about that. Of course, I, you know, I have a sister, um, yeah. older sister and I have, you know, friends and, and it's so funny. I always tease my best, my best friend. I'm like, you need to hurry up and have some kids so that <laughs> one of them can take care of me <laughs> when I'm older. <laughs> 
Right. I need to be somebody's godmother. So <laughs> exactly. Can, like, yeah, right. Let me spoil somebody so they will feel obligated to take care of me. That's probably one of my biggest fears. That is interesting. You know, what is funny about that is, um, so I do have a daughter and I think my daughter is perfectly happy to take care of me when I get older, uh-huh. which That's- I don't like. <laughs> I do not want her burdened with having to take care of me. I just don't like I, it's going to bother me today. I'm talking this way. I don't know what I will be saying at that age, but if she ends up changing the course of what she would like to do because she has to take care of me will bother me. I'm not going to like that. Not one bit. I'm like, put, listen, I have some money, put me here, come check on me, but don't make me your obligation. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, I agree with that. Like I would not absolutely would not want to be a burden on someone. Um, But I think it's just knowing that you have someone who can come and visit you or who can see about, make sure that you're being taken care of you know, as as you get older. Um, Yeah, that's, that is just so interesting because (laughs) with the way that you go about this relationship thing, (laughs) first of all, no judgment. I'm a fan. I'm a complete fan. However, one would assume, (laughs) and by (laughs) one, I mean this one, um, I would assume that it, it didn't really bother you. Like, you seem to be such a go with the flow, not just in like work stuff, but especially with relationships, you seem to be very go with the flow, very much like if this works out great, if this doesn't work out, that's fine too. And I'm sure that's true, but absolutely, (laughs) it just still feels like you would be more like, I don't know. I want this to work out so that I can have a foundation for later. Yeah, no, I, (laughs) I am very much go with the flow. Like, but I want, again, as I have said so many times, you know, my word is organic. So I'm not thinking of, oh, I need to find someone so that I will have someone to be with me when I get older or someone to look after me and things like that. I mean, I need it. I just want it to happen organically that I meet someone who I love and he's there to care for me. You know, we can care for each other as we get older, look out for each other as we get older, but not with... I'm not dating uh, with that in, you know, thought in mind. In mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is just, I'm still totally surprised. Um, (laughs) So by the way, you know, I would like to get married as well. It's just me. I've never been married before. I don't even really know what that would look like for me. Um, But I don't plan on being old. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, don't. God willing, we will live a long time. <laughs> but but that know, old thing? Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely in my mind, I'm going to be active. I'm going to be in good, you know, my, good mental space, good health, you know, as I get older and be self-sufficient. Like right, that right. will be really important to me to be self-sufficient, you know, as long as God willing, you know, right. hopefully forever. But yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's my, I, I cannot visualize myself um, older. I just, I, I don't know what that looks like. And I don't, I'm not sure I want to know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, um, but anyway, that's, that's really quite interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's um, something you're afraid of? Well, uh, well 
I used to be really afraid of heights. Oh. Um, like it was a thing. I would, it would bother me in planes. It would, I mean, I was afraid of heights. Um, and I wanted, I, I took the year right before I turned 40 was my year of no fear. And I decided anything that I was afraid of, I would try because okay. I didn't like the feeling of being afraid. Um, and I really tackled this height thing. Now I fly all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And so that completely went away. But um, I did this hot air balloon trip, which I thought, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> And, but by that time I have been working on my fears quite a bit, like really sort of like putting myself in situations that were uncomfortable and I was already more comfortable. But so by the time I got to that hot air balloon, it was like no big deal. And he taught the guy, the captain was like, um, this can go a couple different ways. I only have one life, one parachute, which he showed us the one. And, um, you know, he really sort of talked it through and he was like, I have to give you the safety and hazardous sort of information. And I was like, okay. And I got in this thing and it was beautiful. I never thought about being scared. My heart didn't skip. I, it was perfectly enjoyable. And I thought the work that I did was worth it. Nice. Yeah. I, um, I don't have a fear of heights. Um, but I have a fear of riding in a little basket underneath this ball of fire. <laughs> like, what? I am not doing that. <laughs> okay. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. Because yeah. it is a basket. And we were 16 <laughs> of us in this thing. I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Under a ball of fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, well, kudos. That's that's awesome. I mean, I imagine that it is beautiful. Like, if you have a nice, beautiful day, and it's just, I can imagine it's a beautiful experience. It was like, and you had to be there before, like, a two hours before the sun rose. The whole thing was to go as early as possible to, to uh, factor in the wind. Mm -hmm. And you just get to see the sun. It's just, it was just, it was spectacular. I just, um, and I did it with my daughter who had not done it before either. And it was a really good, um, thing for us to do together it really was Aww. okay so okay so being alone and being older that okay what is another one for you um another fear uh is birds i'm afraid of birds <laughs> oh wow i mean yes i so afraid of birds i like if one even starts to come near me on the sidewalk i'm like uh. <laughs> <laughs> pigeons flying you're too close i'm probably like jumping down to the, to the ground like it's yeah but this fear i think it stems from the fact that when i was younger we had pet birds okay. and my sister would let these birds out of their cage and let them fly around and it would scare me and ever since like i've just been afraid of birds that is okay so um, here's a little secret. <laughs> oh, wow. My nickname is bird from when really? I was, when I was younger. Now, nobody calls me that now except my older brother. Yeah. Um, cause he's one of the few who even remembers that. But, um, I have a thing with birds, like an affinity for birds. So, and they like, they, it's a weird thing. Like I remember living in LA and one of them 
was wounded and he had made his little nest right in front of my door. No. And, he had a, and listen, and he had a mate who wouldn't leave him. So both of them were going to starve together. Because oh they like, I think it's something was wrong with his wing every day. And I couldn't, I had no back door. I had no side door. I had to go out the front door. And that bird and his partner were right in the corner at my front door. Now, in the beginning, it freaked me out. I was like, y'all got to go. Like, I don't know where y'all going, but y'all got to move from in front of my door. I would have called animal control. Like, please come and get these birds. They were there for weeks. And then finally, my neighbor took them in and, you know, treated the one that was wounded and released them. And then they were fine. Like, but, um. But I, but and you know, okay, let me tell you this. Oh, also with the, with the, that happened to me before is, you know, I run quite a bit. Uh-huh. So a couple of years ago, I was on a run route and I had a hat on with my braids out in the back and a crow came and pecked my ponytail. Are you serious? Oh my God. <laughs> like, Somebody would have picked me up off the ground. I would have <laughs> been out like a light. <laughs> oh my God. Like. Oh my God. And then somebody told me that they have memory. So like if you, if you piss them off or if you do, so they will remember you. Yeah. I've seen, haven't you seen those videos of like geese or whatever, and they like attack people and that, oh my gosh, that is such a fear. (laughs) Like my heart could not handle that. You just call an ambulance because (laughs) I would not make it. I don't know. Yeah. So, okay. So I get that. I get that. And oh, so have you ever, have you gone to Italy, Venice, Venice before? Okay. So when I went, which was a million years ago, I I was in high school, actually. Um, There's this, when you get off the water taxi to get to Venice, they are, there's so many pigeons. It was just like, they would fly. I felt like they were going to hit me in my face. I was just like, get me out of here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Look forward to that on your next travels. <laughs> and then and you know, like New York pigeons, like this is their sidewalk. Like you need to get out of there. Absolutely. They are New Yorkers are just like everybody else. Hands <laughs> I do. I get out of their way. <laughs> <laughs> like move. Oh man. Okay. So I, I get the bird thing. I get that. I understand that completely. Yeah. And then right up there with bird, I mean kind of. I, I hate rats, mice and rats. Like I'm so afraid of, and I just feel like like pigeons are just rats with, with me. I think the same thing until so I see somebody feeding pigeons off out of their hands. Then I think, okay, maybe not so much a rat, but um, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. like, it's disgusting, but um. But yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I was, okay. So my, okay. So another one of my fears is um, I'm not a great swimmer, which is always really surprising because my daughter was on the swim team and went to college on a scholarship from the swim team and played water polo and is in the lifeguard and the whole nine. (laughs) I didn't know all that. That's all. Oh yeah. She is a, she told me, uh, let me just, this is a side note, her freshman year when she, I said, you have to swim for at least two years. She goes to college on a swim scholarship. She t- she calls me one day and she's like, I'm water sick. What? 
I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> she was like, I'm sick of being in the water. <laughs> I'm sick of being around the water. Oh, I am wow. water sick. Yeah. <laughs> and so was that the end for her? No, I was like, well, you got another year. Because we, <laughs> we made this two-year commitment. So <laughs> You got this scholarship you got to keep. <laughs> right. Um, but no, so I'm not great. I can swim. Yeah. But I'm not great. And it's because, first of all, I don't practice. And two, um, I think it's because I'm a runner. I'm used to breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth. So the different is whenever I can't hold my breath any longer, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Wherever that happens. Yeah. So I, same thing I did. I tackled fear and I took rowing. I took sculling where okay. you have to basically pick up the boat and put the boat in the water and get in the boat and row this thing as fast as you can. And I'm like, I go to this class. Nobody even says, can you swim? Was no. never even a question. Yeah. <laughs> and I get myself in this boat and I'm like, I'm going to do this. Now, my heart was about to jump out of my chest the first time I do this thing. And I'm like, but, but here's the other thing. I'm not afraid to die. So <laughs> I was like, well, you know, if I go in and it's my time, then it's just my <laughs> maybe, like, maybe are you afraid of drowning? Like the act of drowning? I'm, I think I'm afraid of like uh, what's panicking. Like if I cannot panic, I would probably be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like that scrambling and trying to get the boat and trying to get the, I just, it feels frantic to me already just thinking about it. I, um, I'm the same way. Like I, I'm not a strong swimmer at all. Um, I, I still consider myself kind of a beginner swimmer. I can swim, you know, some, I, it, it's so hard. For, I can really only swim underwater because it's hard for me to get the strokes with the head and the breathing. Like you same, same as you, you know, it's, I can't quite get that down. Yes, so, yeah. um, but yeah, definitely would love to take more swim lessons to become a stronger swimmer. So I'll t- okay. So I told you when I was in Vancouver, I decided I was going to take. Some- well, I asked my daughter to teach me, and she laughed so much she can't even teach me. She's oh, not wow. a good instructor because she's laughing at me. Anyway, so I decided I'm going to go to a real instructor who's not going to laugh at me, and and hone in on my swim. And my dad teaches swim lessons. Anyway, it's ridiculous. So <laughs> <laughs> I go and I'm taking these swim lessons, right? This is not a fear of mine, by the way. First of all, public nudity is not a fear of mine. But while I'm in my in the pool doing my swim lesson, my boob comes out of my swim top. <laughs> yeah, I think that happened to me once during a swim lesson. I, I think that's one of those things that has happened to every woman. At some point, your boob has come out of your It's like poop. And yeah. the guy <laughs> and the guy was like. And I had my goggles on and I wore glasses and contacts. I had taken the con I couldn't really anyway. So he was like, uh. <laughs> I'm sure they see that all the time. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm not uh, afraid of public nudity, but I was just like, uh, you won't see me next class for because I need to lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Girl, okay. It's probably nudity when it's intentional versus unintentional. That's two different things. Like, 
Oh, fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so you said you had three. What's your other one? Um, I think my third fear. Let's see. I said um, growing old alone, birds, rats. Um, the third would be, I think, being broke. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been broke? Um. I, I mean, I'm sure we've all been broke at some point. I mean, I'm not into account, like, <laughs> but I mean, like, broke, broke, like, I don't know where my next meal is coming from. No, no. Like, well, so there's a difference between being poor and being broke. <laughs> yeah. So, like, <laughs> I've never been poor. I've been broke before. <laughs> big, di- I mean, it's a big difference, but um, yeah, that's a good one because I didn't. I didn't think about that. And I have been broke before. And um, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Like it's I've scary. been, I've had a long period of unemployment before. Um, okay. Wasn't poor, but you know, at times felt a little broke. <laughs> so yeah. just, just that, that is a fear just of, you know, like what if I were to be unemployed again for like a longer period of time and, you know, for years or whatever, and just, no income coming in like what 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 would i do you know it's interesting because i have um a sora from la who she's an attorney mm-hmm. and um really respected um really stern woman who just knows herself really well but i remember we had this conversation i used to have these finance workshops and in one of the workshops we were prepping for it and she was just like i am never afraid to not make money. I will always make money, period. That's a default. And then she went on to the next thing. Like it was such a, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Cause what? I was thinking to myself, I was barely able to pay dues. Like I'm like, <laughs> and this was when I had just moved to LA and did not have much money. I moved from Alabama to LA, to Birmingham, Alabama, to um, Los Angeles, California. So the cost of, of living just spiked. Mm-hmm. And I was a homeowner and I thought I can go buy a house. Nope. And um, I had my daughter and I remember like sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, we had like an air mattress or something like this. And I was just like, oh, this will never happen again. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I was like, but it was, you do what you have to do to get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And um, that's one of the things I talked to my daughter about now, who I sent her that same air mattress. Here, here you go. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. going to be all right. We have done this before. You will be fine. And I think some of that discomfort does motivate you to sort of say to yourself, I don't like this. So I'm going to do whatever I need to do not to be here again. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's a big one. That's mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've, you know, over the years I've gotten better about saving or, you know, just kind of watching, you know, what I'm spending my money on just because of that fear is, you know, especially as I think, oh, as I get older, you know, maybe could there come a point where I'm unable to work, you know, at right. like a certain age. So I definitely, you just start thinking of money a little differently, I think, as you get older. Yeah, for sure. So um, for me, 
I think my, my last fear that I want to share is um, kind of like you're growing old um, and being alone, but I'm afraid that <clears throat> there is no situation for me where I can completely be myself unless I'm by myself. Interesting. So like I cannot be completely myself at work. Okay. Nope. I don't think that I can completely be myself with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like some of them more so than others for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, not completely with them either. Um, probably my daughter is the, the, the safest place, but I don't do, I, do, I try to keep myself from doing certain things in front of her because I am her mom. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm careful about her psychology. So it's more about her than me, but, um, but yeah, I just, I feel it's probably one of the things that's kept me from being married is, is it going to be okay for me to completely be me? Mm-hmm. that's wow yeah that's a good one uh, because I bet so many people feel that same way you yeah. know how many of us are truly being ourselves you know 24 7 or like you said when you're at work or, or when you're with certain friends that's I mean it makes you think um yeah yeah, I mean, I just, my, I had a master, my, my mastermind group came to visit me last weekend, and one of the young ladies was talking about code switching, uh, which I'm sure you're familiar with the term, and she decided that she wasn't going to do it any longer, and so she had to peel back the layers on that, so she changed her LinkedIn profile and started speaking in the way that she really speaks, and she, you know, changed her testimony. She has some videos on um, IGTV and she, she went about it like slowly changing from even just the code switching where, and I'm like, would I do that at work? Nope. Mm-mm. I would not. It's too big of a, it's like a risk that I don't know if it's worth it or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. I, um, <clears throat> I think where I am in my life now, like I probably am my authentic, genuine self, like with my people I consider, you know, good friends. I think I am, I, even at work, honestly, I, I think that I'm being myself. Um, like I, <laughs> I, I think I told some friends this, how sometimes at work, you know, people will say things or type things and it's like this exclamation mark and thank you, and, you know, all that. Yeah. And I'll be like, thanks. <laughs> With yeah. no I'm like, I, I just, I'm not giving all of this. Or nothing. Like, I'll say nothing. Like, I'm like, I got nothing. I'm not going to respond to this. No exclamation, no exclamation mark. You know, just, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody said to me, like, your emails are really, um, what they say? Um, curt. Your uh-huh. emails are really curt. And I'm like, yeah, it, I pride myself on being succinct. And I'm like, all of this emoji talk and the smiley faces and the da, 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 da. no, the answer to your question is no. Yeah. Sin. Yeah. No. Or yes. <laughs> or whatever the answer is. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and, and the reason that I say, like, being my authentic self, I know people don't like that. I know they don't. Mm-hmm. So I have to sometimes decide 
do I want to soften this up a little bit? Do I want to um, give them a little bit of explanation so they feel better? It'll make it easier for me, so I do it. But my authentic me, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm being myself. I'm just like no, I, I can't do that. I mean, it's, it's so funny because it's everybody. I mean, it's it's fine. It doesn't like bother me. You know, if that's what everybody wants to do, the all the exclamation marks. <laughs> I'm just I'm not buying into that. So I'm just gonna give my thanks with no exclamation mark. <laughs> But even that, like, I find it, um, you know, when I, when people text me, like people will say, I text you like a couple of days ago, you haven't texted me back. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to, like, I haven't forgotten you, but, but I like, and this is with friends. This is what I mean about some of my friends. Like, like some of them are more sensitive than other ones. So even though I don't want to text back, I, some, I will, cause I don't want your feelings to be hurt. So I'm like, doo, 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 you know, but <laughs> But if it were up to me, I'd be like, you can wait till tomorrow. You don't even want anything. This is about nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's things like that. I'm always like um, sort of accommodating the, whoever the person is. Like I, I want them to be okay. But um, so when I'm by myself, of course, I'm like completely like, I don't feel like I'm being rude and being misunderstood. I don't feel like I'm being neglectful and being misunderstood. I just feel like, I, and which is why sometimes I will turn my phone off. I will close the computer. I'm like, I'm unreachable yeah. for, for five minutes. Yeah. No, yeah. I definitely have been that way before where I felt like with maybe certain friends, I felt like I wasn't being completely myself, but I have... Actually, I think I've been very intentional. I would say maybe in the last year or two, especially since I've moved, like just making new friends, like, and, and at this job, just wanting to be myself, like, right. Well, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for sure, I'm getting closer and closer. And at this age, I'm probably more comfortable. I'm, being completely myself, um, but still, I'm still much like, I, I pause, I think, I sort of accommodate, like I said before, and I don't know if I think I will ever be, like, all the barriers will be down, and I'm just all, you know, but hopefully when I'm married and my husband knows me well enough to get me a puppy for my wedding gift. That's just a side little piece of information. Um, that I will be comfortable enough to just be myself and not have to think about it. Yeah, I think with your partner, that's that's going to be the easiest. Just because, especially you know, you're living together, so you're together. You're spending so much of your time together. Like you don't want to feel like, especially in your own home, that you can't be yourself. So they're going to see the real yeah, you <laughs> yeah yeah and I think even even though we try to be intentional about just really letting ourselves be ourselves, you know in other situations I'm sure that we're probably no one is probably ever 100 percent like you're probably you know holding a little bit back or like you said maybe you don't want to seem rude when your genuine self would be to say something that would be rude in a situation you hold it back a little bit because you don't want to be rude right Right. I don't, and I don't want, I get misunderstood a lot. Like a lot of people, um, I remember when I was younger, people would say I was mean yeah. because I am very direct and I'm like, this is not mean. 
when I show you mean, you'll know the difference. But I'm like, I don't intend to be hurtful. I don't intend to have you walk away and feeling um, discomfort. Yeah. Um, I consider myself to be a you know more of a realist. But I'm like, this is the information. I this I can keep it to myself, right? But um, but yeah, I I think it's a misunderstanding a lot of times. So and I don't like the idea of being misunderstood, even though I'm, it happens all and there's no way people can really understand you unless they, yeah. they just can't. So, um, you know, people try and they empathize and they want to sort of be compassionate about things, but you know, I'm the only person walking in my shoes in this life and my journey. So to look for understanding in other people is a flawed, probably a flawed premise, probably. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, good. Okay. So here's what I want to know for now. So, well, for folks out there following us, what are you afraid of? Yeah. Tell us about some of the fears that you've conquered or some that you haven't conquered. Um, and maybe why I'm, I'm interested to know. Yeah, me too. I, I would love to hear some fears because I'm sure it's going to run the gamut, like from something that they think it's probably trivial to, you know, a major fear like death or whatever. But um, yeah, I would love to hear other people's, other people's fears. Absolutely. And we have um, another holiday coming up fast approaching. And I just feel like our whole year, every, I mean, it's like holiday, 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 holiday. Uh, um, but I'm looking forward to a couple different things. One, I'll be going to Birmingham um, soon and seeing my Lion Sisters once again. You know how much oh I love gosh. <laughs> That's great. That is great. Like, I invited everybody to come over and spend the night with me at my hotel. I'm like, y'all all come over. Let's have, like, a summer party. You guys get together quite a bit. Yeah, we do. Um, it's kind of new, but um, over the last, like, six years or so. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so now what's coming up for you? Well, I will also be getting together with my sans, my line sisters um, in New Orleans. We will be getting together. So there were 20 on my line. I think we might be eight or nine who are getting together. Oh, good. Okay. And we started celebrating our anniversary, I think, at 15. So we've been doing it for a few years where we get together to celebrate our anniversary. Um, so I'm excited, though. It's... I am too. I'm excited for you guys. <laughs> if I could make it down to Nolens, I would. <laughs> oh yeah, come and crash. <laughs> I, but I cannot because I'm gonna be with my own line sisters. But you know what we could do is we could um, maybe we could do like a session. We could do a line to line. Yeah, or at least just Facetime to say hi. Like when you all because it's gonna be the same weekend, at, right? That yep. we'll all be yep. together. So even if it's just a Facetime to say hey. I know. I'm okay. So I'm super excited. So we've got some exciting things coming up next time. What would you like to discuss? You know, I have no idea. <laughs> I never have a topic ready for you. I'm telling you. Okay. So I've got some, a couple of different ideas. One is, um, I want to talk about changing careers. Okay. That's good. Um, because I find now that people are, it's, you know, you go to school for a thing or profession or whatever, you, you experience it, you have exposure to it, and you're like, okay, I did that. Now I'd like to do something else. I don't necessarily want to go back to school for a million years, but I would like to do something else. <laughs> yes. So um, that is happening for ton, almost every friend that I have. 
right now. Yeah, that happens a lot, especially to, I can say in the legal field, like I see that happen a lot where people just completely change yeah. or want to completely change from something, you know, legal. So I definitely want to talk about that because it sort of feeds into the fear thing too. Like, why do you decide not to do it? And I think it is basic. It's a, it's money. It's, it's all kinds of different things. So anyway, we, I want to talk about that our next time. Okay. I like that. And can I get some kudos for posting? Yes. Regay is now posting on Instagram guys. She is at Regay <laughs> on Instagram. Um, Please follow her and like her and comment on her posts. I think she's probably got, what, three posts up now? <laughs> I'm proud of those three posts. <laughs> so engage with talk her. about the number of my posts. Everyday <laughs> Fulcher on Instagram. You can probably find, you should be able to find her on, um, tagged on one of the coming and going posts too, if you, if you can't remember her handle. But yes, yes, follow her, like Engage with her on Instagram. Oh, so her DM. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So okay. So I'm looking forward to the next time. Um, if I don't talk to you before, safe travels. Thank you. Same to you. Same to you. And maybe we can avoid the birds. Yes. Avoid the swimming. <laughs> <laughs> avoid all of our fears for at least until the next time. Yes, I hope. So, <laughs> okay. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Bye.